Hello again, listeners, and welcome back to the Quarter Classic FPL podcast. I'm your host, Solomon, and as usual, I have my co host here, Chama, leader of the, <laughs> the Gamet community on FPL. Um, Mr. Always Keep It Representing. <laughs> Chama, how's it going? <laughs> well, good, man. I have Nagia Bar. Do for them, eh? Are you cool, man? Quarter Classic Chama. Good. I'm not bad, man. Yeah, I'm not bad. Yeah, Quarter Classic Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. So, um, this is the big blank. Uh, we are recording game week uh, 30 preview. Uh, I think we have a few hours before like, the deadline. But, yeah. yeah. Um, this is the one that nobody was hoping to, I mean, to uh, look forward to. Yeah. It's a blank one. But, I mean, yeah, we can just do the best we can. So, we're going to talk about that and see how we can maneuver the blank as well as uh, different topics. Talk about the mini league update and the start summary and yeah. some fixtures. Speci- specifically for this blank so yeah yeah and, and the doubles there is a lot of doubles that are announced so we also oh gonna, yeah yeah we'll talk about uh, yeah teams to target as well as um some announcement i think made in the fpl community about 33 and 36 i think people at, at this moment we feel like we are spoiled for choice now we get spoiled because everybody is just getting you know, those huge holes because <laughs> of the doubles <laughs> yeah and we have become accustomed to that now but um yeah yeah, it's been it's a, all about it's planning. Been, it's been a great four weeks, you know. Um, it has, it has. FPL managers yeah. have been on first. Like, 100 points are, are, are like, you know, adding norm nowadays. Everybody, like, some mm-hmm. people are getting, like, 300s in three game weeks, which is, in four game wow. weeks, 300s, yeah. So, it's nice. I, I I was close, but, yeah, I didn't get there. <laughs> they should just give me the one point, man, just, you know. <laughs> yeah. but Complimentary. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, okay, so let's just dive in straight. Uh, how was your double game week 29? Uh, yeah, it was like you say, one point short of the 100 points, so 99. Mm. I don't think I ever have this number, <laughs> but it's an maybe it's a lucky number, you never know. But yeah, it was, a, it was a decent one, it was not a great one, I would say, um, because of the you know, I was no cane in my team and things like that, but. And Son was a bit disappointing, even though five points, you would say, oh, he got the five points. There is a return, but it was a double game week, so he did not have any return, but he still have the five points. That's the benefit of double game week. Just the minutes will give you points. So, yeah, I was disappointed with him, of course, considering Kane scored a couple of goals. But I did not do badly. 99, my overall rank dropped from 356 to 390. Of course, it will drop again because there is still one more game to go. That is the Everton game. Yes. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how that game is going to affect me. because I forgot to mention that yeah, because it seems like we've already just forgotten about it and moving on to it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know how that game is going to affect me and see there is Newcastle and Everton. I think Newcastle, they are very heavily invested these days. Not so heavy, but... Managers are starting to take notice of them, so they are getting them mm-hmm. in their teams, like the goalkeeper and stuff like that. But yeah, my team, um, 99 points all out, and um, my goalkeeper was Ramsdale with 10 points. Um, yeah, you can you couldn't ask for more. He had the double, and um, Trent and Van Dyke. I had the double Liverpool defense with who both gave me 14 and 13 points, which was very nice. Doherty too. He came in to my team for for James seven points. Um, could have been more there, and then you had in the middle. I had Rafinha, Son, Salah as my captain, Saka, Kulusevski in the middle. Salah was the captain. You know, it was that feeling where you captain a player, but you don't really want him to do 
too much. So the third points with Salah was was kind of okay because there was a lot of um managers in my rank that here in my group who trip who trip <laughs> captain him. So yeah. yeah. But nonetheless, yeah, I wanted the points. He would have given more. He started the first game, the second game he missed it through injury. But yeah, the most important thing, Liverpool won both games. So yeah. <laughs> and then I have up top Lacazette and Broha. Broha was the one I feel I I, I, I I messed a little bit I messed up a little bit with because there was already the echoes that he will be benched because he has not scored in a very long time. So and they had three strikers in their team. So it only made sense that the other striker who has been on the bench needed to come in. So I did not consider that too much. So I started Broha. But if I did not start him, it would have been Jimenez. Maybe it would have been enough to give me the hundred points with the with the, his two points. But nonetheless, yeah, I would take that. And um, 99 points all out. And I'm um, looking forward to game week 30. How about you? How was your game week? Uh, before that, like, there was this um, thing that I saw from Lidraiser on Twitter about all the, the wild card. Because 26 was the big one. that right? It was the triple captain. People like triple captain Salah because yeah. he had a very easy fixture. Yeah. And I think he hauled, like, how many points did he have? 70-something points? Yeah, I think at uh, uh, twenty eight, like times three, he he got eighty something points, I think. Yeah, so that was like <laughs> so, and people are triple, triple captain him this game week twenty nine. Um, we are mourning because you know when when he was injured after the first game, everybody was scared. Especially those that triple captain were scared. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's those simple nuances. You know, even if you look at the three games from the from wildcard all the way up to now, I think if you don't triple captain and you wildcard then. It kind of comes to the same thing, don't you think? Yeah, definitely. I don't know. It's just my feeling. Yeah, de- yeah. definitely. Um, of course, there is gonna be a, li- a little bit of variance here and there. Some managers mm-hmm. are gonna have more points than others, but generally, um, maybe measuring from my own point of view, my own team point of view, I still think the wild card was the play. I still think the wild card was the play for there me. There you go. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I did not. I still have my triple captain chip in the in the bank. Unlike others, I did not use it on in this game week. So, but if I had used it in this game week with these ten points, I would have been a bit disappointed with the ten points. But at the end of the day, it was only eighteen points different between mm-hmm. Salah then and Salah now. Because if you look at it, um, he had twenty eight points that game week, and now he had ten points. So twenty eight minus ten is um 18 points because that game week if you did not triple captain him you definitely captain him so you already get times two of his points mm-hmm. that game week so you got the 56 points or something like that so 18 points now you have to look at from game week 26 game week 27 game week 28 and this game week 29 how it panned out in terms of your wild card what did you gain from there personally i gained i think i was around the 2000 3000 rank and now i am in the 400 390 rank and i think the wildcard has a lot to do with that like there are some leagues i am in like you know i know a lot of managers who wildcarded and we were in the in the same league it was so close after that game after mm-hmm. after i gave it 26 or before giving 26 now i am 100 plus points ahead of them so if you if i look at mm-hmm. it from that point of view from people around me from the leagues i am in i still think the wildcard was the play it was disappointing in the in the fact that like game week 27 when we free hit it the feeling he did not leave to expectation because this was a low scoring game week and um mm-hmm. game week uh 30 it was game week 28 28 it was good but it could have been better i had 129 points which was very good i had 130 points on the wild card so if i look at it in the grand scheme of things i think it was the play but there was a little bit of disappointment in terms of points but also there was also a bit of dis- like 
unlucky luckiness because Salah could have scored more in that double game where he give you guys the 86 points. He could have. He yeah, could have. He could, he could have get 100 plus points. So at the end of the day, I think it's almost even. That's what I'm saying. It yeah, just it's, balances it's almost, out. It's almost even, bit, yeah. in, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I, I still yeah. think the, for me personally, the wild card was the play. Yeah. Uh, for me, I believe that this stretch of games with the doubles since 26 all the way up to maybe say 29. Yeah. Like if you don't maybe be if you if you were not aggressive enough like you know trying to plan ahead to get these double and uh, double game with players then you would have missed out totally. Yeah. But if you calculated all these things, so it doesn't matter which chip you use. If you add, if you use one or two chips, some people haven't even used chips at all yeah. during this time, and they're still in, in that, like losing rank. Yeah, exactly. So I think it, for example, yeah. for example, you can say us. I think he was not on the mm-hmm. wild card. He used the triple captain, but he is mm-hmm. one of those managers who has done an exceptional amount got an exceptional amount of points planning yeah yeah mm-hmm. because only why when people when he tripled captain i think he scored 130 33 something points and then the following game he did not use the free hit and then he even scored more more points than me when i used the free hit and then now he used his wild card in 2028 20, he also scored a lot of points so he used a different strategy different method yeah that's so what I'm yeah at, at the end of the day it's difficult to pinpoint which mm-hmm. which which one worked best so it's just about Sometimes it's about the luck and things like that when it comes to the points, the players you have in your team. Like, for example, James was no, was in nobody's wild card, but then James ended <laughs> up being a player that everybody brought in in the process and then yeah. give you, like, everybody, anybody who captained him that game, he'd give you a huge amount of points. So mm-hmm. you, cannot, you cannot count that as part of the wild card, but nonetheless, I think, generally speaking, I think it was an even out one. For, for me personally, it was a gain based on the leagues that I am playing in, based on my overall mm-hmm. rank. It was a huge gain for me personally. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's, look let's at your jump team. back into my, my my team. So I had 91 points. Yeah. 91 points. Um, not too bad, to be honest. I, I wasn't expecting this because, like, I think, like we said in previous pods, I was, this was the, the more difficult double game week. So having 91 points, I, I, I kind of feel like as long as like uh, the average points were 66. Yeah. So this is almost about 30 points above the average, which is a good thing because, um, you know, for you, you had 90, 90, how many points? 99 points. Yeah. It's the, the, the area which you're in. It's a bit difficult to move up right now. Yeah. Because the point difference is so, is so, so few. But having 91 points in my own rank range, mm-hmm. I think is yeah, as long as you're getting that um, green arrow, you know, and... The points average this season i'm going with my own personal average so i think i'm, I'm doing well when it comes to that so not definitely. too bad yeah not too bad definitely <laughs> um my team as it's uh for 29 let me say so far because there's one game me to play but i don't have any more any more players you have a player games. gordon you forget i have a player that. gordon <laughs> it's how irrelevant this guy i guess so it now it's like what uh, okay wow Impressive. So I still have ways to go then. Might, he might just score like a hat trick and you know get me the points. But yeah. <laughs> the hundred. He can give you the hundred. I I if if, if everything are gonna score, I think he's gonna be the one. I think their game against Tottenham, everybody was slated in the team. Lampard was really angry with every single player in the yeah. team except yeah. Gordon. He was the only one he's he's uh, picked out as the player who was winning, you know, mm-hmm. like he was the elder in the. He was the youngest player there, but he was like the like the senior yeah. man in the. Team. He showed up. He did show he up. Yeah. up. He, yeah. He's he's always giving hundred percent. If you watch him play, he's always everywhere. You know, um, charging down no, he's uh, a good player. opponents. You know, involved in the build up. Yeah, yeah I like him very much. Yeah. Um. So as I said, uh, 
three, five, two formation. Ramsdale with ten, Rudiger with five, Trent with thirteen, Tierney with seven, Kulisevsky with eleven, Captain Salah with twenty. Coutinho a disappointment with two points. Gordon two points with one more to go. Rafinha also not a disappointment, but five. I'll take that. <laughs> Rafinha was on a single game, with, so I think five is a good one. It's a good one for yeah for him, but I I was still disappointed because of I think maybe it's a cumulative of what he has been oh, it's feeling because, to do. Oh, because it, because he was playing play Norwich and then you expect more every 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 team every player who plays Norwich to score fifty points. Yeah, my my team Norwich didn't disappointed me. <laughs> they didn't they didn't understand the assignment. You know what? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> he managed with two points. So yeah, um, I th- I think I'll take this. I I was supposed to. Bench boost, but I guess decided to just hold it. But on my bench, I had six points from Sa Broha with one point, Dini with one, size with six. So that's like um fourteen points, which is not bad, right? For a yeah, bench, it's not bad. It's not bad, but I think there will. But be I could have gotten more. Yeah, could yeah. Have, but I, I think there will I be a better could. opportunity for a, for the bench boost mm-hmm. if you plan it well, like thirty thirty three or thirty six. If you have the players, I think it will be a mm-hmm. better time to bench boost. So I think you don't need to rush that one. Yeah, but fourteen yeah. is not fourteen is not bad for a bench boost. I can it's remember, not bad, yeah, for bench boost. Yeah, yeah I can remember having four points or six points in my bench boost <laughs> last, last season or something like that. You know, yeah. so yeah, bench boost ten points. It, I, I think if you yeah. if you go above ten, you should be. It's it's, 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 okay. a, it's, <laughs> it's successful. It's successful bench boost. Yeah. yeah, for me to be honest, that's why I'm not really bothered about bench boost because I've I've hardly ever had good returns on bench boost <laughs> last season. For like three consecutive weeks. I've had like 17 points <coughs> plus on my bench. Then the moment I decided to play my bench boost, I had like six or seven points. So it's like it's very inconsistent. So um yeah. Um let's look at some of the results uh for game week twenty-nine so far, except the last one. Yeah. We should start with the with the United one, right? Ronaldo. It was the Ronaldo show. But it has been spoiled by the Champions League, you know. <laughs> but uh, it should have, it should have been something we should have been, you know, talking. We should happy we should, about yeah, it. Yeah, talking about and things like that, you know. Ronaldo the good, blah blah blah, blah scoring eight hundred and seven yeah. goals more than any footballer in the world and things like that. Uh, yeah, highest but, highest goal scorer in the yeah, world but, or yeah. ever in acts for football. Yeah, yeah, but but credit where credit is due. I think he is an insane player. He is insane in because <laughs> he's thirty seven years yeah. old. He's playing I'm like still he, doing was, it. <laughs> he was playing like a twenty-seven year old. No matter yeah, what. Yeah. Yes, I I say like I don't I don't think he, he was a good pick for a good signing for United or things like that. But the man himself, he's just insane. He's just insane. That game he was all over Tottenham. Like they say, if Ronaldo if you switch Ronaldo and Kane the, the results would have switched. That was how impactful Ronaldo <laughs> was in that game. Yeah, if if Ronaldo was a Tottenham player and came become a, a Man United player, this, they would this, have won. this course will have been switched. That, that, that's how good he was, <laughs> to be honest. He was exceptional. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think he had a point to prove. The thing about Ronaldo is his mentality. I think that's the, I think people think that oh, it's his fitness or his you know, um his uh, physique, but I think the best yeah. or the greatest thing about him is his mentality. Yeah. If you don't want Ronaldo to score, don't antagonize him. Yeah. If you, if you go out because last last week when we when we played against Man City he wasn't in the team he was yeah. out with some and there some was just some and there were a lot of there was a lot of back backlash yeah heavy like you know criticizing him you don't want to do that <laughs> go and talk to Atletico and all these teams in Spain they know exactly what to do if you don't want him to score so you, when he came on like starting even the first few games you can tell that he was up for a mission he had a, a target in mind he wanted to prove doubters wrong which is what he's, he's always done in his career so it wasn't a surprise but it was 
To be honest, I think it was a good showing for him. Um, he's not a problem. We all know that he's not a problem. The team just needs a revamp. And there's a lot of things from the top, all the way from the, it starts from the top, all the way down to the bottom. Something needs to change uh, in the team. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like, I, like I say, like if you single <clears throat> him out as a person, as a player, he is not the problem. He is but, not the but because of the system that Man United had, I don't think he was the right fit for that system because of his mentality is differently class from the players you have. Yeah, at, at yeah exactly. So exactly. it was not it wasn't a match. It was not a match. I know he is a United son and things like that, but it was not a match. And um, but at, at maybe yeah. for me personally, that was the reason why I I think he was not necessarily a United player because there was a project there. So mm -hmm. this kind of player to uh, bring a rebuilding project. project, yeah, yeah, because it's gonna you, start, you guys, it's gonna because Ronaldo, yeah, especially Ronaldo, any play, any team he plays for, he's gonna be the center of attention. That is fixed. <laughs> so if you you have built a project for four or five years, and then all of a sudden you bring a player who have you who you have to build everything around him, it does not work mm -hmm. that way. So that's the thing, but not attacking him directly, but it's about the system of Man United or something like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's true. It is true. He demands the type of attention, so he needs he needs to go to a team that is already complete, and so that they can accommodate his own style of play. But a team that is building, yeah. But I mean, honestly, I can't blame Ole for wanting Ronaldo when he was clearly not clearly, but um, there was some incl inclinations that he was going to go to um, Man City. To Man City. There's no way we're going to allow that to happen. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. But sometimes you have to look at the bigger picture, you know. What, nah, man. What, there's what, no, no what, way. What did honestly? He, yeah. yeah, of course. I, I. I I understand the sentiments that was there, and um, mm. what would have what would have looked like if Man United allowed him to go to Manchester City yeah. when they had the chance yeah. to bring him back to, to Manchester United. Yeah. So all all those kind of things, yeah. But at the end of the day, you have to look at it from a business point of view. You have to look at it from a team point of view. If you start looking at it in a sentimental viewpoint, then you're gonna make a mistake, mm -hmm. and that was the mistake that Manchester United made. Uh, no matter, even with his hat trick, I still. Uh, I still think that was a mistake move. You think it was a wrong, it was a wrong move? It was a wrong yeah. move. From, oh, from yeah, I think but, it might be right too. Yeah, but what a game. What a game. The game was very entertaining because these two teams were two-teams. Did you see Tottenham's record for the last 11 games? Win, loss, win, no, loss, win, loss, win, <laughs> loss, win, loss. So that is that is how Tottenham are going. Very Every, so last week, last uh, yesterday they won against against Brighton, which is they won two zero. So yeah. So that means should that mean they should lose against the next against, one is a loss against against West Ham. <laughs> so but it was a good game. Um, Kane, yeah, he did get his return, but I think I don't think he he was like it was a penalty, of course, and um he scored. Yeah, it was not nice to see for 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 the non-owners, especially after we, after after we I I you know lyrics, watch lyrics on Sun being all those kind of things, you know. But I don't I don't think he punished us as badly as as as, as badly people, as, you thought as people would have to, yeah. as people would have expected. But it was a good game to watch, right? Did you watch the game? No. I saw bits of it. Yeah, I saw bits of it because it started before that the Liverpool game. So yeah. I was gonna watch the Liverpool game. So it started about fifteen or something minutes or thirty minutes, almost half time. So when when they they, they blew the whistle for half time, then I switched over. <clears throat> so yeah, and then I saw the goals coming and the second goal. But it was, is it I think like it was an okay performance? Is, is it like in 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 US you watch the games after because Liverpool played I think the early kickoff and Man United played the late kickoff. So is it because I don't know I don't know why. Why, which, why? which which game? Is Did it the Tottenham game? No, I was talking about the, the second Tottenham game. Ah, okay. I oh, I mean the Man United game. Yeah. We are talking about the Man uh, United. The, United the Man U, the Man I guess I guess saw the I guess saw the highlights. <laughs> I didn't watch the. I hardly watch Man U games anymore. It's not worth my time. 
Yeah. As a fan, it's, it's very discouraging to watch the Banjo game. But they did well, to be honest. I was following the results on my phone, and I saw a few, like, uh, I think, highlights, you can say. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it was... It was it did well, and it, it it did well to lift the spirits, like because the previous week we wasn't good, uh, especially after a derby when you lose heavily like that, it's very demoralizing. So yeah, and and, and especially it was good that they won. Yeah, 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 and now it opens the the top four race again because Man United win, Tottenham won the second game, Arsenal lost, so the the, the top four now yeah. is very wide open again. We're That's just one point behind Arsenal. We, yeah. we, they have it. Them, they have like two game two games to play, but still, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think one games. of the games is Tottenham versus Arsenal too. So that oh, also, so that's gonna so it's balance, gonna be yeah. it's gonna be very interesting to see how it goes. The, the title the title race too is very 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 much on now. Man City drew one point zero zero. Liverpool won both their games. Arsenal and, and 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 Brighton. We are looking very very bright right now. I think we are really on form. And uh, yeah, I yeah I I did watch of course I do watch all Liverpool games. That is the game that I can always give. <laughs> an opinion on in terms of eye test but yeah it, 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 it was it was good especially the Arsenal game yesterday it was, I, I still like the Arsenal team though they played really well but it was just you know different class <laughs> the two teams are, class, are, on, yeah, are on different, different levels class. right they're on different levels right now yeah but Arsenal, they will get there eventually but yeah you that's how you that's how you you uh, evaluate teams and the progress they have made last season you guys were just running through them like four zero you know it, was, it doesn't matter but now you can see it took you guys a while to break them down maybe that was the decision from Klopp, like you yeah. explained to me yesterday yeah but you can see that they've made some 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 real progress yeah mentally absolutely. and as well as yeah, absolutely as they did cause us trouble actually in the first mm-hmm. half they made it very difficult for us in terms of mm-hmm. the way they set up in terms of the way they press us so liverpool were making a lot of mal passes or you know are losing the ball needlessly and that was not because liverpool were not good passing the ball it was because arsenal it's had arsenal a very good defended well yeah, they had, had a very good structure, structure yeah structure in, in mm-hmm. trying to stop liverpool from breaking mm-hmm. their lines and things like that but in the second half of course liverpool tweaked the the system a little bit brought in Firmino in the in the number like false number nine rule creative that, yeah yeah that almost killed them yeah and then suffocated them <laughs> then Liverpool got but it was interesting and by the way my man Matip he was the highest scorer of the week did you know that <laughs> I didn't yeah. even know he, he, how is that even possible is he it bonus the, points or what no he had the assist in the game against Brighton and then he Liverpool kept the two clean sheets you know this is what I tell you sometimes clean sheets alone <laughs> can give you this huge point you can yeah. see Trent and Van Dijk two, two clean sheets they are on 13 points and 14 and 14 points so yeah sometimes you know we always focus on the goals and things like that but if you focus on the play, teams that have the that, that can give consistent you the clean sheets, points, consistent yeah. clean sheets that gives you a lot Liverpool and Man City have 16 17 clean sheets each I don't think any player score more than 17 goals in the league other than Salah so and the clean sheet points is similar to the attacking uh, to the sco- goal scoring yeah. points so but nonetheless we always want to go with the elegant players the scoring players and then we tend to forget a little bit about the defensive players uh yeah that is a side of the that is a side of the game that is a side of my game that i i kind of improve because i try to take away the excitement of the game out of it because if your player scores, you know, that's excitement. In that instant, you have that excitement. But in the clean sheet case, you have to be waiting for the player to, to, to for the 90 minute to be called or for your player to be sub off before, after 60 minutes so that you can bank in your clean sheet points and things like that. But yeah, that's it. Liverpool players, we have actually five players outscored Salah this game week, even though he scored a goal for Liverpool. And all these players did not score. <laughs> you can see. All five defenders. players, all defenders. Robertson, Alisson, uh, Trent. Van Dijk and the, and and uh, and Matip, all five players outscored him. So, yeah. yeah. 
Um, okay, so any any last um, fixture oh, you want to discuss? Leeds United Norwich. I want to talk about that one. That game was epic. <laughs> if you if you don't watch, that I, I didn't game, I didn't watch the game. I didn't you, watch the game. You can just go back and watch the game for the last ten minutes, the and then the match, oh, okay. the last ten minutes of the match, and then you will be made up. You you, you will never see a better football. Or uh, it's not about the football or the tactics or something like that. But it was just about two teams going at each other end-to-end stuff, you know, heavy metal things. You know, it was a crazy game, to be honest. Norwich equalized in the 90th minute and then Leeds scored again in the 90th, in the 90th, in the 94th, I don't know, 94th minute, Gerhard. It was beautiful. It was nice. Yeah, it was nice to, nice, nice to see that game. It was the, it was, it was the best, like, uh, football I watched this weekend, of course. Probably this season, oh, wow. too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, that, that, that means credit to Norwich because you always think that they are like the whooping boys, you know, but uh, if they can manage to to put up an impressive performance against Leeds, you know, that's good. Yeah, but don't forget Leeds too have been in a very have been in turmoil. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was it was kind it's of an uplifting moment it, for it them, was yeah. different this similar weights for both teams. But it was good to see Leeds winning. I know. I don't want them to go down to be honest. They are they are yeah, very exciting team, yeah. They are they, 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 yeah. They are they're every, every, they everyone's second favorite team, exactly. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. Um okay, so <clears throat> moving on to our mini league update. No mini league update because the, the game week is still ongoing. It's still going. So, oh yeah. So okay. Let, let, let's just My, move, move into to the start summary. Let's look at the stats for the players. Maybe we can look at the fixtures first, and then we look at the stats because um the stats today this game week only focus on teams that plays this game week. So let's look at the fixtures in game week thirty, and then we will look at the stats like the top twenty players when you combine these eight teams that are playing in this game week. So the fixtures mm-hmm. for this game week are yeah, just for Wolves. They play Leeds. Um, Aston Villa, they play Arsenal, as we know, Leicester City, Brentford, Spurs, West Ham. So, all our exciting picks, we're not going to be able to use them this game week. The Man City players, the Liverpool players, and, uh, you know, the Chelsea players, those players that we usually have in our team, we are not going to be able to use them. So, how are we going to maneuver um, this this game week? So, that's the fixtures. Let's look at the start summary, or the starts for specifically these this six, like, eight teams. Um, this week, I uh, the season starts. I kind of make it for players who have played thousand minutes or more, and then I look at the top twenty players because it was difficult to have the data for <laughs> because then you will have a lot of players with low minutes and things like that. So I decided to give it to players that are usually playing. So that's why maybe some names may be missing, and uh, so yeah. But yeah, just like we usually do it, the player statistics we look at the expected points um because yeah underlying numbers i think is the best is the best way to determine the players who are doing well and the players who should be doing well in the future and things like that so looking at that um at the top we have hurricane he's have his ex- uh over the course of the season he's averaging an expected points of 6.3 and lacazette is number two with 6.1 son number three with 6.0 trinkau you see, he's with 5.8, but he haven't had any attacking return all season. And I think he lost his mm-hmm. place in the uh, Wolves, 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 Wolves team. He's a very good player if you watch him play. He's absolutely. Very, like, yeah. Ab- absolutely. And, but, then you, no. and then you have your boy here, Martinelli. He is the top for Arsenal players, except of course, like, like I said, he's ahead of him. But he's averaging um, 5.8 expected points per 90 minutes, which is very good. So, where do we start? Kane, <laughs> I know he's the popular captain pick this week, and um, 
I should be playing without him this game week, which makes me very scared. It's just like I was very scared of him last week. I am continuing to be. But I think this is the last week where I will be scared of him. Then I can move on because the other guy, the big boys will come. <laughs> <laughs> Back in. So what do you make of Kane this week? Um, Who did they play again? West Ham at home. West Ham is a tough team, man. Um, we know this is, I think since last season, actually, they've been coming. Uh, I think they've suffered a bit of like a loss of form because uh, I think Bowen is injured. I'm not sure whether he's back yet. Antonio, <laughs> the, the hero of the beginning of the of, of the season, is nowhere to be found now. But I think they're a good team. If you, I like watching them play. Uh, you know, it's now it's like they are part of the top. Let's see, six or so. I don't even know what position they're in right now, but um, they're doing well. And I think it's going to be a tough game for Tottenham. But what I don't know is that Tottenham, what they do best is the counter-attacking. And if you play, if they play West Ham, who is the bigger team here? Is it Tottenham or is it West Ham? Uh, I would say it's the I, I would say Tottenham are the bigger team, but I, I don't think West Ham will be um, giving it all to them and then just waiting for them to like be in a defensive yeah, team. So I think it's yeah. going to be a, a close game. 50-50. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in terms of caliber of team, I think Tottenham is the bigger one. But West Ham this season, they have been doing much better, and they they mm-hmm. give any team trouble. If if you remember well, yeah, like a couple 100%. of game weeks, a couple of game weeks ago, they played Liverpool at, at Anfield, and they caused us to be honest. It was a very difficult game. It, we had to defend for our life in that game, and then the game ended with one zero. Um, yeah, Liverpool had to defend very hard in that game. Tottenham, West Ham did not, you know, just come and lay down and then okay, Liverpool come and break us. It was not like that. They came and they play football, and I would expect them to play football, which will work for Kane and Son, because mm-hmm. there will be some gaps at the, in the gaps, West Ham yeah. defense because West Ham will attack, right? But also West Ham, you have to figure, consider that too. They are missing some two, some key players. They are attacking players in terms of uh, what's his name, Antonio is out for this game. Probably, I'm not sure. We have to wait and and see what uh, David Moyes say in his press conference. Bowen too is possibly out. He was out for the last few game weeks. So yeah, he's the main. What? I think he's the main um, miss if he if he if he misses this game. He'll be the the because he's been a talisman this season. Yeah, he has been. He has been. Yeah, he has been their star player. To be honest, he has mm-hmm. been the player who has been the delivering the points and things like that. He mm-hmm. has been their their the shining light there. But yeah, without them, how do they approach the game? So we are talking about West Ham can play this way. Um, they will attack and things like that. But that is because they have what they have in front. Antonio is a very good player when it comes to being in in, in between defenders. He caused Van Dijk and Matip hell hell of a problem. No, it was um. <laughs> Uh, Konate, he caused them hell of a problem in that game. So without him, um, they are most likely to play with Yamalenko up top. So how does that change the dynamics of what West, how West Ham approach the game? Mm-hmm. Are they going to be a little bit more defensive, um, or are they going to be, you know, it, it is remain to be seen. I don't really have the answer to that. So, but yeah, it's something yeah, we have to consider. It won't be an easy game. It won't be an easy game for Kane and Anson, uh, but. Like like we said, it could go either way, but I don't I anticipate it's going to be a low scoring game. But that's just me. But we'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I would, I would say so too. I think it's not gonna be a, a, a high scoring game. So, yeah. But Son too. We are talking about Son. He's number three. Kane is number one. Um, in this table, but Son. If you look at him in the over the last few games since um Kulusevski came in, I think we did not future this thing. But he is 
yesterday he did have some chances. I think he he could have had a, he could have had a return because the goal that that uh, Tottenham scored, the first goal they scored, he passed the ball to Kulusevski. Kulusevski took the shot and then the ball deflected off their own defender. It did not deflect off the West Ham defender, and he was just standing there. You know, it could have been like Kane assist Kulusevski goal. Instead, it became Kulusevski assist and then Romero goal. Romero was just there. He was just running and then the ball hit him and then the goal. But again, you can say if he if he did not hit him, maybe the ball would not have gone in. You know, so that deflection because yeah. the, the goal would have not gone in. So maybe K will not, Son will not <coughs> have had that 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 point. But that, but I think since Kulusevski came in, he has kind of changed the dynamics in the attack, and that kind of affected Son. What do you make of that? A bit, yeah. I I think, um, watching the game yesterday, Son wasn't as sharp as we're used to to him yeah. being. You know, yeah. maybe it's because you know uh, he 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 thrives off of you know being the main uh, attacking threat, not mean the main attacking threat, but the main creator. Even Harry Kane is is a better creator to, to me, if you ask me. Yeah. But I feel like he, he's been used to being Kim and Kane, but now Kulusevski is part of it. And he just joined perfectly. Yeah. So it might take him a while to also get back to that form. But not much. You can't put much emphasis on him. Maybe not, you know, um, it's a slight dip in form. But he's there. He's, he's, he's his son. Son yeah, always does what son, son does. Yeah, he's, <laughs> so, he's, he's a very consistent player. But like yeah, you say, yeah. I think I think the... Slight like, dip, yeah. Now, now it mm-hmm. being a three instead of the two of them um that kind yeah. of change a little bit in, in in terms of him but yeah he's a top player he's a, a mm-hmm. very consistent player so we will expect him to come back into the goals at some point yeah and um yeah i'm hoping that he just outscore kane if he does that that will be enough i don't care if kane score or not <laughs> so sons will just outscore him in the next in, in the upcoming game the, the way that kane is playing yeah it's, it's gonna be tough but yeah it's, it's possible yeah, yeah. Kane, so times, to be honest, yeah. Kane is on the form of it. He's really like for this season. I would not say the form of his life, but this season, he's in the form of his season. This season, considering so, how he started the season, oh, yeah, considering how he started the season, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, like I said, Arsenal. Do you have any love for him? I, uh, I was listening to Black Box. Arsenal don't seem to like like I said. He said he's not. He's not so. You know. You know. He is very out outspoken ass when it comes to some of these players. But I think Lacazette has been doing very well because if you consider his last like eleven game weeks, I think he has a, about ten returns in terms of assists. Considering how strikers have been very underwhelming this season, to have a striker who is giving you a return every other time, like ten in eleven game weeks, I think you have to like consider them. Consider consider him, and also now that's that, the, that's the, that's the whole point. Yeah, go on. Now now that Arsenal don't have Aubameyang, he's the main guy. He's the main striker. Of course, that kind of change, he has kind of changed the way he plays to let the younger ones, that is Saka and uh, Martinelli, thrive by the by the way he plays, like dropping deep and things like that. Even yesterday, he created a big chance for 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 Odegaard, which Odegaard missed again. Like, that was the mistake that Thiago did in the second half. That was the only big chance Arsenal had in the game, I I suppose. And it was from Lacazette who created it, and Odegaard should have scored that. If he scored that, then you would have talking about Lacazette being having a return in every single game week for the last six or seven game weeks. If it be it an assist, an assist, an assist. So I think he's a very good pick to have. He is not the most exciting one. He will not give you like the big returns. He does not show to be in that player who will give you the big returns, but he will give you the consistent returns, and that's what all you want from your strikers. There are not many strikers doing well other than Kane right now. Mm. I think uh, watching him, I know, like, to be honest, you want your striker to be scoring. You might look <clears throat> like, oh, if you have a striker that's assisting, it doesn't do well for you. But if you uh, accumulate his points in the last few game weeks, the whole point of FPL is to accumulate points, right? 
he's outdoing most of the strikers, even probably even all of them in terms of consistency. You know, I've, I've really wanted to have him in my team. The only problem is I can't because I have Keane and I can't really find the funds to bring him in. But he was a plan of mine to like really have him in my team for this past few game weeks. But yeah, I mean, honestly, I think if I could, I would fit him in my team, especially for this uh, blank game week uh, 30 that we are coming to discuss. Yeah, definitely. Other names you 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 want to Other names, Madison. I think like I was saying, I think I'll come and talk about this. Madison, like... um. I, I can't remember who put this up. Like, uh, made a very strong case for him against Brentford. That Brentford uh, are kind of weak in the position that Madison plays. So this might be a pro- probably like a tailor-made... Uh, I wanted to give a shout-out to this guy, but I, I forgot. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a kind of like a tailor-made uh, position for him against Brentford. So the only problem I have with Madison is his injury record. You never yeah. know. Maybe you might bring him into your team the last few minutes. Next thing you know, he's not starting the game. <laughs> he's injured. He's been injury-prone. So much this season. Last season was better. It was manageable. But this season, the whole of Leicester, they're just struggling with injuries. And it's a big, big risk. Especially if I'm going to bring him in to bring him in, bring him in for like a hit. <laughs> but yeah, he's a player that I like in this list, uh, to be honest, because of the, the who they face. Tony also has been ticking up nicely, you know. He's been scoring, <laughs> scoring goals, even though his penalties, you can say most of them have been penalties. But still, doing very well. Yeah, five goals in in, yeah, in two, two games, and uh, I think even before now. that, even before that, he was injured for a f- couple of games or something like that. And before, just before that, he was scoring goals too. So he's in a very good form when it comes to scoring. Uh, be it like some of them are penalty. Yeah, five goals, three of them penalty. He scored two from open play. So, mm-hmm. and now he has the quality of Eriksen behind him to create for him. If you see yeah. the goal, he, yeah. you see the goal he scored this weekend. Um, it mm-hmm. was top notch from Eriksen. The pass was just. Just he just plays the ball in the place that you will want the ball to be, and then Tony, all what Tony has to do is just dive like finish, <laughs> change the ball, put the ball in the direction of the goal, and then you will score a goal. And that was that's the quality that Ericsson that Ericsson had bring to this team. They were struggling to score until around eighty something minute, and then Ericsson came out with the you know this beautiful assist. So yeah, I think they kind of change yeah that their formation a bit too. Yeah, Ericsson could be somebody. Before, inter- yeah, mm-hmm. I, I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ericsson could be somebody interesting too because he he is playing. And uh, he's racking up the 90 minutes now, here and there. And um, I don't like their fixture, fixture too much it's because it's away to Leicester. I don't like away, fix, away fixtures, but I would not put it against them to score because Leicester have been very bad defensively over the course defensively, of the Defensively, yeah. So, yeah, yeah Ericsson and Tony could be there. Ericsson, of course, he's not on this list, but just to mention his name, you know. But, yeah, other names that I, 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 I find interesting is, is Harvey Barnes. Of course, Leicester. You are talking about Madison. Harvey Barnes is sticking along nicely. He is getting the chances. And here and there, last game, he should have scored. He had one big chance, but he missed it. I think the goalkeeper saved it. He has a couple of very good chances, actually. So, he's, he's somebody I, I would consider. If I was going to go for a Leicester midfielder, because like you say, Madison is somebody with a lot of injury record, things like that. Even though Barnes is similar to Madison in terms of injury, but his injuries are kind of different. He was having a long-term injury, then he came back, and now he's playing almost regularly. So it's different type of injury. But Madison, you know, he has these niggling injuries. He will miss one game here and there, and you know, when you need him, like in this in this blank game week, you want any player you who is in your team to be playing. That is the most important thing. That that is the most important thing. Yeah. And and if you are gonna if you are gonna uh, gamble on Madison, you could be bited there. So yeah, Barnes is the one I will go with if I was to go with a with a Leicester asset, to be honest. And uh, any other any any other names. Reguillon is there, Rafinha, but yeah, I, I don't think there is a lot of exciting players, to be honest, when it comes to this, yeah. this, this game week. 
But let's look at the look at the players in terms of the last six game weeks that they played. And uh, like you say, you were talking about Tony. That's right him he, right him there. He's scoring a goal every 42 minutes, involving a goal in every 42 minutes. He has already he started three go three games in the last um five game weeks and um he has scored this. So he's at the top. And uh, number two is Kelhard, number three Kane, Buendia number four, and number five is Ben Rahma. Ben Rahma too is coming along nicely again. Mm-hmm. Um he had a very good start to the season and then he, you know, dropped. But in over the last few game weeks, he's coming back with the assist here and there. I think in their last game, just before this game, when they won, he, he got the two assists. I guess, who did they win? Aston Villa, yeah. They won against Aston Villa 2-0. He got both assists in that game. So he's coming back to form. So he could be somebody to consider. But because they play Tottenham away, so that could be a little bit tricky. Ashley Young, too. He's up there. He's a good point, I think, because um, Lucas Dini have the hamstring so Ashley Young will definitely start and usually when he starts he's on all the set pieces he haven't had any attacking return over the last six games he played he only started one of those but it's almost certain that he will start this one because of Lucas Dinia is out he has a hamstring injury so I would suppose Lucas Dinia is out it's not yet certain until we hear what the coach say and things like that but Ashley Young too could be very interesting but I want to talk about my boy, Gerhard. I know I've not had a lot of podcasts talking about him, and I understand why. Because five games, five uh, substitute Subs. appearances. Mm-hmm. He okay, he came off the bench. Um, but he's a very talented player, and um, he's very cheap, four point five million. If you kind of use your free hit, your bench boost already, I think he's a very good player to to punt on. If he is fit in this game week, I think. He is likely to start because Rodrigo has the injury, and um, Bamford is still being, you know, like east east in. back in, yeah. So with the high that <laughs> Gelhard is on, and look at his numbers, he is number two when it comes to expected points. Be it it is substitute appearance, so you have to factor in the game state he came in because he usually come in in the second half, and the game is more uh, how erotic, like you know, everything is going here and there, chances coming. Usually in the second half and things like that, so that's why maybe this is this is uh it's a little bit high. So maybe if he started more games, it would have been less. So you have to take that one with a pinch of salt, like they say it. But I think for bench boosters, yeah, just who, to, mm-hmm. for those who have just to already confirm, used, this is just from from twenty game week twenty four to twenty nine. Yeah, game week twenty four to twenty nine, yeah. and players who have only 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 played one hundred and fifty minutes or more. And to be to be to be to make it clear. Gel had played 148 minutes, so he is just short of that number. Yeah, number, 150. So, but there. yeah, yeah, but because you got just two minutes difference, and um, it's something we need to point out, I think, and especially for those who have already used their their bench boost, which I happen to be part of. So that's why he's a kind of an interesting player for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a player who will let you have the funds to spend in other areas because there's a lot of teams who are gonna have a double game week coming down the line, Manchester City, Liverpool, Chelsea. And if we are going to load up on these teams, we need to have the funds ready because they are not cheap players. So you will need to have some bench forwards here and there. And Gelhard is a very good bench forward. I'm not saying that Gelhard is a player that you will buy and expect him to give you all the points all the time. But he is that player in this particular game. Yeah. Yeah, in this particular game we come in, game week 30, he could be a good punt. He's on a high. He scored a goal. I think already this season he has three goals or four goals, even though he's playing as a sub all the time. But no, because of he's a sub player, we are not taking notice of that because we don't want sub players in our team. But for mm-hmm. the purpose of 
teams that have already bench boosted, he's a very good pick. That's that's what I'm saying. But anyways, let me know any names that you find interesting over the last six games who have been doing well. Uh, okay. Kulu is there, of course. Doherty, I'm not really surprised by to see him there. Yeah. But Gelhardt, seeing his name there is, is, is a bit surprising to me. Uh, Buendia. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised to see his name there, actually. Um, the rest, Inks. Inks is there, which is surprising. Yeah, yeah. In he's, a season where we are... Yeah. But, but he's actually... We are really disappointed actual, by strikers. He's actually he's doing, doing well. well over the last three or four game weeks. Um, mm-hmm. Like, he was a bit disappointing. Uh, he dropped... He lost his place in Steven Gerrard's team and things like that. But then... Over the last double game week, that was game week 28, he, he was very good. I think he scored about 20 points or 18 points. He was one of the highest scoring strikers in that particular game week, if I remember well. Yeah, he's coming to life. He's uh, like linking up well with Coutinho and uh, Marty Cash and things like that. And even Oli Watkins. So, yeah. So, now they are playing both of them up top. So, Inks could be a very interesting one. But they play Arsenal. It could be a brand mm. and a difficult game too. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um... Any more stats to discuss? No, I think that's it. I yeah yeah just looking at the players from you know this game week who okay. are looking exciting and uh, yeah especially for those who want a free hit so maybe this could be a very good table to help you decide the players that you want to pick because you don't want them long term you just want to have them for that particular game for week. one game week yeah yeah because after that you want to have your players your Salas you want to have your De Bruyne your Fodins back your your Cancelos back so yeah uh we can um, move. Yeah, okay. I think uh, you should take us through the... There's an announcements made in the next few game weeks. Also, a few doubles. and The big double in 36, but there's also one in 33. How does that play? Because you were going to explain that to the, the FA Cups and uh, the results anticipating. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, first, let me just share. This is game week thirty, double game week thirty three. Then I will go back to game mm-hmm. week thirty three because thirty one day I said double game week Burnley and Everton, who are not exciting at all <laughs> for anybody. <laughs> right? We are not going back to that because <laughs> captaincy is no way. <laughs> no, nobody, nobody is captaining Warehouse again. Just having him is okay. That's what I'm considering. But yeah. Let's look at game week 33. Double game week 33 was announced yesterday. And um, Brighton, they will have a double with Tottenham and Manchester City. I don't think that's a nice tough. double to have. Yeah, Burnley, they will play West Ham and uh, Southampton. It's, it's important to note that Burnley will have a double game week in 31 and game week 33. The 31 is between Everton. That one we will discuss in a bit. Leicester City, they play Newcastle United away and Everton away. I think the fixture is nice. Uh, Manchester United, they play Norwich v- at home, very good. And then they play Liverpool away. I don't think that's a good fixture. Um, but mm. it's but again, for just for the Norwich fixture, you will want to invest in Manchester United players. And then Newcastle, they play Leicester at home, Crystal Palace at home. So these four double, these one, two, three, four, five, Brighton, Burnley, Leicester, Manchester United, and Newcastle, um, they are confirmed doubles. These are doubles that will happen in game week 33. All these doubles are confirmed by the official FPL. But because of the implications of the FA Cup, there are some teams that are potentially not going to have the double. And these teams are Arsenal, they play Southampton and Crystal Palace. This is because Southampton, they will play Crystal Palace. Uh, Southampton, they will play uh, Manchester City in the FA Cup. So if Southampton wins that game, then in their, fix, uh, in, in, in their fixture against Arsenal, the first double, then 
that fixture will be occupied by the FA Cup. The FA Cup will fall under that 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 that, that picture, that fixture, and that fixture will be moved again and probably to game with 36. And likewise for Chelsea. Chelsea too are still in the FA Cup. If they win, their game with Leeds will be go to game with 36 or game with 37, wherever they, they, they drop it. Mas Liverpool likewise, if they win, Aston Villa fixture is out. Manchester City, if they win against Southampton, then Wolf fixture is out. So the Manchester City and Southampton is interesting. If Manchester City win, then Southampton Arsenal will be double. Like Arsenal will have their double with Southampton and Chelsea, and Southampton will have their double with Arsenal and Burnley. But if Southampton win Manchester City, the game is at St Mary's, is at Southampton. Also, it is worth note noting that this season Man City have played Southampton twice. They have not won any game against them. So you who never you never know. Man City are not on form. They are still the Man City. They are still the top team, but they are not on the form that we expect them to be. Right. They have been dropping points here and there, so they have lost a, a few players. So you never know. I I'm, I cannot call that one, but I think Man City are the favourites. That I will say. But with Chelsea, they play Middlesbrough in the FA Cup. I would expect Chelsea to win that game. If I was betting my money, I would bet my money on Chelsea. So I would suppose that Chelsea's double will will not will not happen. Liverpool, they play Nottingham Forest in the FA Cup. Also, I don't like to call Liverpool fixtures before they come because I don't want to jinx it. But I would suspect that Liverpool will win that FA Cup fixture against Nottingham Forest. And that will mean Liverpool will not double in 33 again. Manchester City, if they win, like I say, they are the favourites against Southampton, they will not double. So, this, right now, everybody is seeing the doubles there. And the Premier League have already announced it. But these doubles are very likely not to happen. So, they are just double mm. in view. But they are not gonna. They are not likely to happen. It depends on the FA Cup fixtures. And um, if that happens, then Aston Villa, they will not have a fixture in game week 33. They will blank because Liverpool, Liverpool will be playing in the FA Cup. Leeds United will blank because Chelsea will be playing in the FA Cup. And Wolves too will be blank because Manchester City will be playing in the FA Cup. So as Aston Villa, Leeds, Wolves will all blank. And these are all teams that we are supposed to have a fixture. So these are the things that we have to put into account when we are doing our planning. So when you're planning, it is very important to predict what is going to happen. Force. If you predict what is going to happen, then you can say these are the fixtures that are going to happen based on your own personal prediction. Like personally, like I say, I predict Liverpool, Chelsea and Manchester City all to win their games. So I am predicting they are not going to have the double game week. So I'm not going to plan for Liverpool to double that game week. I'm not going to plan for Man City to double on that game week. I'm not going to plan for Chelsea to double on that game week. Hence why I will not be investing on Chelsea players as of now. Understand? So that is the mm. reason. But... By the weekend, we will know everything very clearly because the FA Cup will, will be clear. Every, confirmed, the FA yeah. Cup will confirm. But right now, some managers are even considering not doing anything in game week 30 so that they can keep that transfer to use it for these teams. At least that, they, that one extra transfer. Yeah, exactly. It, it makes a lot of difference. So that is it. And then now, we. by the way, let's just uh, shout out to FPL Focal. He made this this confirm and the potential. It's easy to, uh, is, to, is, to, easy to, to understand. To so shout, understand. shout out to him, FPL Focal. He was number one in the world some, at some point in the FPL oh, season. Wow. So, yeah, he's he a had, top yeah, he had to He had to be the number one after making all these graphics and going through the, all the thinking. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> de de definitely. And now we yeah. move to Ben Krellin's table. It's a similar table, but this one is also bringing up the Aston, like the double game for Burnley who play Manchester City and Everton in game week 31. And then they play Norwich in game week 32. And then they double again with West Ham and Southampton in game week 33. I know it's Burnley, but if you are talking about the team playing five games in three game weeks, 
I think it's worth considering. I'm not saying you buy and give workhouse the captaincy again, but it is worth considering. Not happening. But Burnley is not just about workhouse too. They are a good defensive. Yeah, they have defenders. They have Pope. The goalkeeper Pope. So there are options there that we should continue. Mm -hmm. We can consider. So if you, that's why I just like to have the broader view. You know, have the think about it in a general context before I talk about the like the players who hurt me or I take anything personal. I just want to think about the fixtures first, and then I will see what what is possible there. Everton themselves, you know, I don't read Everton. You know, I will always slay them. (laughs) But yeah, they also have a double West Ham and Burnley. I don't like it. I don't like those doubles. And then they play Man United, Leicester. I don't think they are as enticing as Burnley in terms of fixture. But that is how the fixtures pan out. And um, once these doubles have, like, once the, the FA Cup is clear, and let's say Liverpool, Chelsea, and Manchester City, they don't, they don't double, then all these doubles is going to fall in 36 and 37. So that why that is why, for me, Chelsea, of course, they have nice fixtures. Brentford, Southampton, and Arsenal in the next three game weeks, if you remove the Leeds fixture there, they are nice fixtures. But when you consider that the teams that are doubling, the Arsenal's, you know, the 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 other teams, Leicester City and things like that, I don't think it is it is imminent to go to the Chelsea players. I think it's better of waiting until their doubles are coming up together, like in game week 36, 37. They will have a double in 36 and 37 if they don't double in game week 33. So I think that is the play, in my opinion. I don't know what your take is. What what do you think? I have to go through this because it's so confusing to me. To be honest, I'm uh, just a casual FPL. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I think it makes sense. So I think the for me, my advice would be just to wait, give it uh, uh, until after the FA Cup has been played and then the fixtures have been finalized. And then you can start planning. Because any wrong move now, if you most people have played their chips or you have one or two chips left, which you would like to play when there's a like, solid double like 36, 37 or 33. Yeah. So for now, the best thing to do, I, I want to give this advice, is to just hold off on your free transfers. If you can, just carry one, you know, to the next game week. So you can have two almost each game week. There are at least with two, you can play around with it. You can even take a minus four or minus eight and get like four transfers, you know, maybe three transfers. So it depends. But at least it gives you that flexibility to be able to move around and get the players that you want. Because we all know the reason why most of us are doing well is because of these doubles. If you don't plan for them, you don't, you don't benefit. That's just De- simple too. So definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely. I, I I cannot agree more. So how about the doubles in thirty three? Which teams do you think are enticing? The ones that have the confirmed doubles. The confirmed doubles. The, the confirmed doubles. I think Manchester Manchester United is is is, is in, impressive, but then Newcastle and Leicester. That's why I think I'm, I have to go with Leicester. Now this has convinced me because being in Madison or Barnes now, so that I won't have to worry about it then. You understand? Yeah. Bringing them now, you, you have them in thirty, and then in thirty three they also double. Definitely, 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 especially uh, bands because Madison, yeah, especially bands, yeah, he might go back in, or or he might be, you know, his minutes minutes might be managed, yeah, you know, so but but bands is gonna play, yeah, if it's fifty plays, yeah, definitely, definitely, I think those are the teams. Manchester United are they have a good fixture, of course, yeah, against Norwich, Norwich, (laughs) but yeah, the Liverpool one is just the tricky one, my boys, yeah, and um, if you look at their fixtures. Um, where are they? Manchester United. They play Leicester after they blank. Then they Which play is Everton. A good game, yeah. 
Everton is. I think two, all two, these two, game, two games, yeah, two games, two, two good teams games. with like really, really poor defense right now. And then, yeah, and and then Norwich, yeah, and then after that they have mm. Arsenal, Brentford, Bre- uh, Brighton. For me personally, I think I want them just for that particular double, and then you know I can make just one transfer for a Man United player, and then as a placeholder, then I will move to the Chelsea and the Manchester City players who will be doubling in the ending of the season, mm. and you know you have a very strong end, end 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 to the season. Yeah, let me just bring up the fixture ticker too. Let's look at the fixture ticker. Who is at the top when when it comes to the fixtures? Who which teams are having the better fixtures? Let's look at it. Um, this is the fixture ticker from the Fantasy Football Hub. Uh, the top is Burnley. <laughs> yeah, you you don't like that. But when it when it comes to fixtures, when it comes to fixtures, they are they have the best fixtures. That's why they are at the top of the at, at the top of the ticker. And number two is Leicester City, as as the ticker say in terms of points. They yeah they have a nice run too. Brentford, Man United, Crystal Palace. They have the double with Everton and Newcastle. And then they have Aston Villa. They have other fixtures that are not uh, uh, arranged yet to that are to be coming. And then you look at sports number three, Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea. Their fixtures are very nice, but it's about timing, you know. It's about timing when, when you when get to bring there. Them in, yeah, when to bring them, is, to bring them, that is very that is very important. Wolves, I don't like them because they don't have any double, and they are not attacking, exciting in attack. So maybe one defender from Wolves, you can keep carry one of your defenders from Wolves, and then you know, move forward. Arsenal too are still having some nice fixtures, so it's another team to keep. Especially they have the confirmed double, so that that should be fine. Newcastle, we have not given them a lot of attention. Yeah. Yeah, but at the bottom, you have Norwich, Crystal Palace, Watford. I think these teams, we're not going to get them anymore this season. Brighton, Everton, those bottom five teams, I don't think we're going to get them. Liverpool, but wherever they are, we're going to get them because <laughs> they, always, <laughs> they always give us the FPL points or things like that. Yeah. Just, yeah this is just the, the, the view of the of the uh, ticker and see how we teams are having the better fixtures over the next six game weeks. So let's see how it goes. Yep. Yeah. Um. So finally, we'll just end with our teams. Uh, for thirty. Which which players do you have that you're confident will do very well in thirty? Because I'm sure that is the points are going to be very low. <laughs> expected. Yeah, points the points are, are, are the, the points are going to be low. I think I cover all the bases except Hurricane. I think I cover all the bases. All the players I feel I should have, I have them except Hurricane. Uh. That's the oh, you have one. Dean too? Yeah, I have Lucas Dean, but I'm gonna be he's injured, so he's gonna be out. So that means it it actually cost me it actually give me a very I I don't like to see players getting injured, but that injury kind of helped my decision making, if I say it that way. Because now I will sell him. I was considering selling Van Dyke. But then I didn't want to sell a Liverpool player when after the break we play Watford at home. We all know Liverpool, when they play Watford, usually five goals. <laughs> they usually <laughs> score five. So, and defensively, we are looking very solid right now. So, you don't want to sell these players. He gave me 14 points in the double game. We just reset. He did not score. He did not assist anything. He just kept a couple of clean seats. And that was 14 points from him. So, you don't want to sell him, especially coming up to, to, to play Watford. So, that makes the decision easy for me now that Dina is in, injured. So, instead of selling... Van Dijk, I will sell Dinia to bring in Luke Thomas, that is the Leicester player. Now I'm trying to bring in Ben Fodder and also who can benefit me a little bit in the short term. And I think uh, Tom, Thomas of Leeds, he kind of filled, fit that bill. So that's why he's cheap, 4.3 million. Even if I don't use him, I can bench him. I can easily bench him. And also I can focus my funds in my 
important players when it comes to the double games. Like I say, I'm considering the Man United players when they are double come Man City, when they are double come Chelsea, when they are double come. So I have to prepare for that. And the way I prepare for that is by like re reducing, releasing fun from a lot of players that I feel useless to my team. And that is the same I'm going to do with Thomas and Gelhard. You know, I was talking about Gelhard. I was thinking of dropping Broha to Gelhard because I checked my planner over the course of the season. I realized that Broha is going to be needed in my team only in one particular game week. And even that game week, I have other options to replace him with. So that means I can see myself not needing him throughout the season. So if I can reduce that money, because I want to uh, invest my, like, I'm going to play mostly five in the middle or four in defense. And that means I can only play two strikers. You know, I don't like strikers, especially the, the expensive one. But of course, I want Kane this, this week. I will not have him. So that will be a very difficult watch for me. I just hope. At least he's silent for this week. I don't expect it. I don't expect it to be honest. I expect him to score goals. But I see how much he's going to hurt me. So, yeah, that's it. My team looks like this. Jose Sa is in goal. Um, mm -hmm. And um, in defense, I have Saiz and Doherty. So, Thomas will come in for, for Dinia if I do the transfer. And then in middle, I have Rafinha, Son, Saka, and Kulusevski. And up top, I have Lacazette and Jimenez. If I do the move from Broha to Gelhard, then I will have a full 11 to play with. But Gelhard has a knock in the back, so they say he's kind of injured, but he could be available. So I, that's what I have to ponder about it. I have to think about it now against the deadline and see if I will do that move or not, or I will play with 10 players. Yeah, that's it. How so about cap, you? Cap, Captain King. No, Captain, Captain is son. Son, sorry. Captain is son. Okay. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with my boy. I'm going to stick with my boy. He has been there, you know. I have been with him throughout. Since last season, he has, he has been my favorite Tottenham player. I know that costed me last season too when I did not own Kane for most of the season. And that that seems like it's going to be this, the case this season too <laughs> with Kane. But yeah, I hope it, it does not do come to that. But anyway, what, is your, what, what does your team look like? Uh, my team... Um... I have two transfers, two free transfers to make. Dine, uh, okay, let me just go through it. I'm playing a 4-4-2. I have Jose Sa in goal, um, Saez, uh, Tierney, and Dean. Then in midfield, I have Kulusevski, uh, Coutinho, Gordon, and Rafinha. And then up top, I have... Uh, is that Jimenez? Yeah. Jimenez, yeah. Wow. Um, I have Jimenez and Hurricane. So, what I'm going to do, what I'm planning to do is to um, move out Dean and then maybe bring in like a, a, what's this guy's name? There's a defender in Le Leicester. Is it Thomas? Yeah. yeah. That's the same yeah. thing defender I'm bringing. Okay, Thomas. And then invest in Gordon which was the initial plan to remove Gordon and then bring in like a like a Martinelli right but now I'm thinking of instead of just taking taking out Gordon I'll just use that money and then bring in two players and for a hit either Rafinha who leads don't really look good right now and with the fixtures don't even look enticing Rafinha out and then Martinelli and Madison or Martinelli and Barnes so three. So I'm still debating about those those those, well, those two things. So why 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 would you consider selling a player who is playing in a game with where we are going the, to have players? That is that is that is the thing. <laughs> that is the thing. It's, it's it's going to be a gamble. But if I that's why would you consider that? No, why why would you consider that? I I cannot because understand. I feel like he would. I can, I feel like he won't really do much. It's a, it's a gamble I'm willing to, I'm willing to make right now because I don't see any other way that I want that I can get my two midfielders in. Because I don't have the funds right now. I have zero in the bank. 
That's but it, it's but but in a game week where there is there is not enough matches, you consider selling a player who is gonna give you minutes. Uh, let's see, uh, that's that's the way I think, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's, but honestly, the, the 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 logical move is just the two transfers, Dean to Thomas, and then get enough money bring in Martinelli, mm-hmm. or the other way, which is very radical. I'm sure it's it makes more sense to you know get get the player that is gonna be minutes that is gonna have the minutes regardless just leave him there. But if you want, if I wanna attack the game and make some moves, uh, I'm gonna go against what I've been saying for the past three weeks that oh you don't need to take a minus <laughs> to bring in a player because the game average is gonna be very low. So yeah. I'm still leaving leaving that to the last possible minute. I'm gonna be debating it in my head and see what what, what pops out. We'll see. Yeah yeah yeah. I, ha- I have Captain Kane of course. Yeah, Captain Kidd. I, I, I wanted to say something else too. Mm-hmm. What, what was it? Uh, I, I, I cannot remember. But I saw something that I wanted to men- wanted to highlight. Mm, I cannot remember. By the way, <laughs> yeah, yeah, about my, say, my transfers. <laughs> yeah, what's your tra- what's your transfer again? You say uh, Gordon. Dine to Thomas and then. Ah, yeah, yeah. I know, uh, I know, and I know. Martinelli to Gordon. Yeah, but Gordon to have the double, and you wanna ignore. You don't wanna use yeah. that, that that double too. That, that that's the thing. So I might as well just you know stick stick with it and uh, see, but that means I'm gonna miss out on 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 bands. I'm just gonna do the, the easy pick, which is just Dinier to Thomas. And uh, And who? But Gordon, like honestly, it's good to have him because he has a double. But everything have been that they have been really poor. <laughs> it's just the truth about it. So I yeah, but I think bringing. But... But if they're mm-hmm. gonna score, if they're gonna score a goal, I think he's gonna be involved. Looking at the what he's involved in, he's on every set pieces that Everton are taking, free kicks around the box. He's very good with those corner kicks. He's the one taking them. If they are gonna score from set piece, he's gonna be the one who deliver it. And he's also mm-hmm. very involved when it comes to the in game play. Everton are woeful. That is without doubt. I will tell you that every single time. But I think he's a shining light in that team. And uh, if I had him in my team. I will keep him. I think. I think. Um, mm. your man, what is it, late riser? I think he tweeted something like that. He had uh, Gordon and Richarlison. So immediately, yeah, yeah, Richarlison. Yeah, he, immediately the double was announced. His first tweet was, "Well, then I have to keep, keep Gordon, Gordon and and and, and Richarlison." And that is, yeah, that's that, that's the thing. I think. Oh man, I I, I I need. I, a, I really need. I need. I need a, an Arsenal midfielder <laughs> in my team. I don't know how I'm yeah. gonna get them. Yeah, we have a lot uh, of untouchable. You have a lot of untouchable players in your team. So, in your team, <laughs> exactly. like, 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 like Dinia, Rudiger, Bruja. You are not touching all these players who I think. I well, Bruja, I, I can't. I can't. I don't have the funds to bring in a, uh, say a striker for the game in thirty right now. That's going to be, be playing. Who is like I said? I don't have the funds for him. Even like I said, is there is Ivan Tony is there? If you downgrade Dinia, you will not have the funds to upgrade uh Broha to 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 Tony who to plays, Lacazette. I guess. Not to, just like I said. Like I said, it's just what Tony? I'm still, like I said. Tony is an option. Tony is Tony is also it's also not exp- not cheap, you know. It's, it's six almost point, what? Six point something. I don't I don't know. But you have to yeah, you have to just explore the options. You don't just yeah. Make like, up my mind. Yeah, you you kind of uh, think it is not possible. You have to try explore this and that and that and mm. that, and then that, we'll that's see. the way that you see what is possible. And then maybe you will come up with the best best. Maybe I'll just do a boring one and just transfer out Dini and just keep it there and see. You know, because okay. I've also advised to try to um, carry one free transfer to the next game week. Well, we'll see. Anyway. Yeah, but you have you have two frees, right? You have two free transfers. So I have two free transfers. Yeah. 
so yeah I, I don't think it's a bad thing to consider a minus four uh, well that's me you know i minus four is not a big issue for me yeah, of course you're already up there <laughs> well if yeah. i was even if i was in your position of minus, minus four is not a problem for me it's not just a problem for me <laughs> uh, yeah okay um so captain kane so yeah that's that's that yeah, well, you, have, you, have, you have the best captain, at least. You have the best I think so. That, that, everybody I think so. For yeah. this week, I think I have the best for, captain. For this week, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. how. I, I hope the points does not go his way, though. But I I think he's the best captain option. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Anything else we forgot to mention? I think we've covered all, covered all our bases for this blank. And even some more. Uh, the upcoming 33 and 36. And yeah, yeah, definitely. Made I think the line. Co- yeah. Yeah, I think we covered all, and yep. yeah, we try to cover all. And uh, it's, it's a boring game week. I don't know why we spend all this time talking about this game. It's a very boring <laughs> game. We, we spoke about this game week and coming ones, and you know all the combinations, <laughs> and yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's worth it. Yeah, so we've come to the end of the pod, guys. Thanks for listening, Jama. Do the yeah. honors. The plugins. Yeah, guys. Uh, if you are new around, please consider to subscribe to the Jello Football Bantabai YouTube channel. It's the host uh, or is the platform for the Kudu Classic podcast and other podcasts like the like the Gambia Football Show. So please, guys, consider helping us by subscribing to the channel. And if you like the podcast, please give us that like button. Hit that like button. It helps us a lot. Yeah. So enjoy give blank game week thirty two. We uh, uh, blank game week thirty. We thought uh, the, the, the doubles were, we, we had a break on the doubles, but again, they just announced everything. 30, 31, yeah, 33, yeah. 36, 37. So we have four more doubles in the next eight game weeks. So let's enjoy it, guys. And let's finish the season on a high. And uh, yeah, yeah, have a great game week, guys. Same, likewise. Have a great, great game week. And um, we are the Kutu Classic FPL podcast. Uh, we catch you guys on the next one.